2: This one's not even out yet. Take a look. Oh my <laughs> god! All my
1: life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got the roll of dice to swap. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Uh, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got the roll of dice to swap. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Welcome to a special road show edition of Club Shay Shay. I am your host, also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp, and today we took the show on the road. We're down here at the shoe surgeon's at his shop. He's gonna tell us how he makes the shoe, how he comes up with the idea, and at the end, we got a special surprise for you. So come on in. Dom, what's up, bro? Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks Thanks for coming by. Tell me what your take is on sneakers. Why Why do you like sneakers? When I was growing up, the hot sneaker was the cons, the Dr. J's, yep. And then the weapons came out with Bird and Magic. Spud Webb had a shoe, a pony, called the City Wings. It was red, black, and white. Nobody had Nike until Jordan came along. Right. So when we were growing up, everybody wanted the Chuck Taylors. You got the Chuck Taylors in different. You got the white, everybody had to have the white, the lows and the highs, and then you branched off with colors. You got the blue, you got the black, you got the greens. And when Jordan came out with the Nike, it was like nothing no other shoe mattered. It didn't matter, not the top 10 Adidas, and there's no disrespect, the cons, everybody wanted Nike. I just remember like every Nike come out, I made sure I worked in the summer and I kept money aside, because I was like, okay, if they drop a shoe, I'm gonna wanna get it. So when the Cements came out, yep. I got them. Every, every Jordan came out, I got them. And the first Jordan that I got, my mom waited in line for the two that's still my favorite shoe because my mom what she yeah. did she waited in line and she said boy you better wear this shoe for the rest of your life as long as i had to wait in line for this damn shoe and so i fell in love with the the two and i for the longest time i didn't wear it um she i was in i think i might have been in high school have my last year of high school my freshman year in college i didn't end up wearing the shoe to like my senior year in college had i known what i know I'd have just saved every Jordan shoe. <laughs> right? it's- every Jordan shoe was kind of like the cars. Yep. Nobody was thinking about no 68 Mustang and, and 2000 was gonna be worth something or you know right. a 60, You know, so you don't think about it at the time. You just get it and wear it and and you look back on it like hold on. People pay fifty, sixty thousand dollars for a pair of shoes. Well, but- I mean, what do you do? You look at these like art, or do you look at it? Oh, like- it's art. That's why I was like, man, I don't know about wearing these, dog. I mean, <laughs> to know all the the details that you put into it. And to, it actually looks like Club Shay Shay with the, the black and the gold accents. Yeah, that's, that's art. And I'm like, man, how you gonna wear that? You gonna mess it up. Then you gotta walk, you don't yeah, gotta have your yeah. toes up cause you don't wanna crease them.
2: I think it's different for me because I can make them, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, like, when I'm, that that's the same thing you're talking about. It's like when I make a shoe, it's meant to, like, have the functionality. And but it's, see you, I get the art side, too. And, then like, you don't want to mess it up. But,
1: see, when you're a breeder of dogs, you're like, okay, the dogs meant to. They don't love any of the dogs because they know the dog's got to go. So, they don't really get attached to it. Like, once I get the dog, right. that's my baby. That's a good see, point. See, you you like, I just make it. I give me another. <laughs> nah, this is my baby. And I can't just, just wear them with it. Just wear them. Nah, it don't work like that. I look at this shoe totally different than you yeah. look at this shoe. You're like, man. I
2: might have to wear, make another pair.
1: One to rock, one to stop. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you fell in love with sneakers? I fell in love with sneakers
2: freshman year of high school. So I was 15. And what
1: was the hot sneaker out there? that
2: year? I, I mean, luckily my cousin let me wear the original eighty five Jordan ones. Okay. And I wore those and then it just that was opened a can of worms. <laughs> I mean, then I had to have every sneaker.
1: So was it because of the popularity of the shoe? Was it because of the way the shoe it was different than any other shoe that had been made? They didn't see a whole lot of multicolored shoes. Right. It was just this shoe that was special because of the story behind the shoe
2: that i, I did i wasn't even really aware of that story yet right. i was just like i put on these shoes everyone would flock to these shoes um not necessarily because of the colors it was just the magic that was created with jordan and right. nike at that time so that's what attracted me man now i need to get all of these special shoes the same you know way you feel about shoes and then that's when after i can only get so many of those that's when i had to figure out how to make them
1: so there's a saying does the car say something about the man or does the man say something about the car with shoes does the shoe say something about the man or is the man telling you something about the shoes he's wearing i think the shoes do tell a lot about a person i love
2: shoes and how they're made, but I also wear dirty-ass shoes. I mean, it's kind of like a mechanic, right? right? Like They have a bunch of cars that need to get put together. I have one story though. One time I was wearing like these dirty Chuck Taylors and I was in line somewhere and this lady saw this tattoo. I have a cobbler tattooed on me. She's like, what what do you do for for work? I said, oh, I make shoes. She looked down
1: at my feet. She's like, I'm not buying shoes from (laughs) you. and look at me now but it, still but that but you know what that's a true story if you look at the mechanic he works on everybody else's car and his car won't work that's you right. look at it, you you look at guys that be people that do hair you like hold on you do hair <laughs> for a living and you walk around here <laughs> looking like this so you see the lady looks at you and is like, hold on, you do shoes and you were it up so you not gonna buy you're not gonna do a pair of shoes for yourself how did you come up with the name the shoe surgeon
2: yeah i lived in charlotte from age 18 to 19 and being in charlotte i I grew up my whole life in california okay and you have one big state california so when you drive down to la you're driving through california when i lived in charlotte i was i could drive to new york city in eight hours right i can go down to uh orlando in whatever eight hours and i took a drive up to new york city just to go i've never been there so i drove up there When I got up there, I went to the BAPE store in Soho, and this is the first time ever experienced New York City. I ran into Pharrell Williams at the BAPE store, Hype Williams was there, and it was just like all of this energy of New York City that that's why people go. So I was just like, extra, I had so much energy that I just knew I needed, it was time to like create this name. I was already doing custom shoes, but I was like, I was in my, it was like a, it was like a closet size uh, <laughs> it, it, hotel in the right. middle of uh, the square, and I started writing everything down. Like, what am I going to call myself? And it just finally it clicked. It's like, what do you do with shoes? And it became shoe surgeons.
1: Right, I operate on shoes. Yeah, I make them better.
2: Exactly. So it was like, oh, it clicked, and since then it's become the shoe surgeon, and it's also a catchy thing. That's why right. people, I think, can it, it's hard to say sometimes. Yeah, but yeah,
1: it's <laughs> very hard to say. <laughs> You told the story that the very first pair of sneakers that really got you into the sneaker game was the original Jordans. And you said a cousin let you wear hers. When you, from that point, how did you get your shoes? Did you save up? Did you work? So how did you get the shoes and how do you like move out from there?
2: Yeah, I started uh, working in the mall. Uh And so. Let me guess. Foot no. no, no, but because of like this is like a sports store. We sold jerseys and stuff. So right. then we would get like the Mitchell Ness stuff. We get stuff the the would want to get. So then we would talk to the guys. So at Foot you trade.
1: So you yeah. know, okay? I got I got yeah. this this kangaroo, I got this. Yep. You know. So back then, so the throwbacks were in was in heavy. Yep. And everybody wanted the throwbacks. Yep. So you was like, okay, I give you the throwback. Let your boy get these. Exactly. Joints. Yeah, we would be
2: trading and selling, and it, you know, this—that's when the mall culture was really. That's where I got my inspiration in the mall. Right. So like, we all talked to everyone, and that's how that's how it started.
1: Did you ever think the shoe culture would be what it is now? Did you ever think that there would be something called a sneakerhead, and the resale market would be the price that sneakers would go for as much as a brand new car? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No
2: a retail shoe as much as a car it's right. insane uh i never thought resale would be what it is i was always envisioning what i was doing and where it was headed but no i mean i remember going you know being in high school and like trying to find jordans at a, as a kid and like going on a website nice kicks and ordering a bunch of fake jordans not knowing they're fake and getting them and it was just like being I, I ended up when I got these fake shoes in the ma- in the mail. I started crying. I was just like, "What is this?" I, I didn't know it was gonna. It was so tough, but you know, it's crazy now. That there's kids like 13 years old reselling shoes. Right. It's a business now within a business. It's, right.
1: It's wild. So and you, and you get these situations that you mentioned. You got 13, 14 year old kids that buy you know however they get them, bots or whatever. They knew someone. 300 pair of shoes in their, in, a, in a garage, and they're like. The young entrepreneurs, but they're messing up the market <laughs> yeah. because a, a $150 pair of shoes shouldn't cost you 900 bucks.
2: No, and that's why I think like custom and, and having the one-off thing is, is definitely still going to be continue to be the future where people can come and just create a one-of-one and not have to worry about you know buying uh, and
1: seeing it on everybody else's foot. Yep. When you got into this, obviously you do customs and you're very good at this. You're one of the When people think of customs, they think of you. But you mentioned that you kind of like eventually want to do, you know, want to do your own thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, as an artist and a creative, I think I've been able to do so well. And I'm grateful for the brands. And I'm grateful for Michael Jordan and Nike to have created such a magic shoe to make sneakers what it is today. To now give me a playing field to be like, now I can create whatever I want to create. You know, like the boots I'm wearing or just something completely different. So that's the next phase of of the shoe surgeon or even just you know me as an artist
1: when it comes to collabs uh entertainers and collabs who do you think is the best kanye pharrell uh travis scott uh hove did a collab of those four who 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 you got pharrell
2: williams is the one artist and celebrity that. I've always just flocked to from the style and him starting and being so unique and different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Kanye. Kanye <laughs> just, you know. He took I, it to a whole new level. He took it to a different level. And I don't love the Yeezy stuff. I don't love it. I appreciate how much he puts into it. and right. It's his vision into it. It's not for me, which it doesn't need to be. But I see what he's been able to do. And he took it to a different level. Like, right. he's created something that's opened the doors for everyone else. Right. So it's, it's amazing to see. But, I mean, I also remember being in the mall and seeing the S.Doc Carters uh, yeah. as, as those, too. Just like, yo, those are sick. So it's like everything played an important role to to now, allow, even allow, you know. Oh, I have, got Drake. Drake is also the M&M. The, the, yeah. Now, Dra- the, Dra- the new Drake stuff with the Nocta is yeah. going to be dope. Right. It's like they're doing really good stuff with that. But, I mean, Kanye just... Kanye's on a different level.
1: You've done some, you've done shoes for OBJ, LeBron. Um, you've done some, some, some custom shoes for a lot of high-end celebrities and entertainers. Who are some of the, who are someone you would like to do a custom shoe for? I've never had to ask that way. Um, more f- more f- just
2: female, more females. Cause I feel like females really appreciate
1: fashion and art just and even sneakers they're getting into sneakers too they're getting away they hey they be wearing you know they wear their their leggings and they wear the. you know their their, their, you know their their outfits and they got on the fours and they got on the 11s and they don't get the the the
2: quality stuff yet so it's like man I don't know though that's a good question I mean I think sitting down like I've done something for Pharrell but I want to be able to I want now I want to sit down with these guys and like create with them and do something collaborative um I did some, when I did something with P.J. Tucker, yeah. he brings so much energy to the collaboration that it's like it th- makes me thrive. So that's what I like is like that collaborative feel where you can sit down with someone that maybe know nothing about how to make something, but like they have a vision, and then I can you know, put things in front of them, show them, and then bring it to life. And I want to do that with Pharrell. What
1: athlete would you like to do a custom shoe for? Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> what would Tom Brady shoe look like Would it have horns? Would it have (laughs) fur? It would Uh, definitely be be made out of goat.
0: (laughs) If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to "Playing Dirty: Sports Scandals" on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh uh, man, it would
1: just be the goat shoe, man. Right? It might look like a goat. Cause you did, you did LeBron. You did yep. the, uh, the custom, the one-on-one with LeBron. When he reached 30,000 points, you did the one for AD that he wore. And yep. I think game five last year, the NBA finals, yep. you did a shoe for the Golden State Warriors. Yep. Wasn't necessarily for Steph. But I've done something for Steph. You've done something for I mean,
2: for- I've, I've done a lot. I've done for, I can't even name half the athletes that I've done them for. Right. Some of the the greats, too. And it's, um, I'm grateful that I can this is my sport. This, I'm an athlete and this is how I, I show my skills. So it's great to, I mean, it's even yourself to someone that's so great at what they did and also can see what took me 10,000 plus mm-hmm. hours, 15 years of my life to be able to create. It's not just like the shoe, it's like the whole story and what took so long, like you said, even the, from misplaced checks to the next level and it's, it keeps
1: leveling it up. When you present when you presented LeBron with those shoes, or you present a celebrity or entertainer with that custom, and you're like, you're watching them, are you anxious? You're like, man, I hope they like the man, Please like this shoe. I've mean, I put a lot of, yep. a lot of blood, sweat, and tears with this, <laughs> bro. Please, 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 this be the one. Yep. Are you that anxious? Yeah, no, I, I
2: am, <laughs> I am. Um, so for the LeBron ones, I finally got to, I, I saw him after the fact uh, in Fashion Week in New York City, and he you know he gave me love for them. But yeah, like when someone sees it, like' cause the way I look at it, I, I pick apart all of these things. Like, even like even when I'm showing you these shoes, I'm like looking at these little details that I'm just like that drive me crazy that no one else right. sees. It's just like, you know you how you train or whatever it may be. Like you said, you, see, you look at everything different. We're right. looking at different things. So it's like, yeah, when I present something, I'm just kind of like in my head like, Fuck. but I'm learning to like understand that we all have
1: a different lens and we see right. things differently. And even you might see. But here's the thing, though, because you created it, you're going to see something, a detail. That you like, I could have did this. They they won't even know. They won't even pick up <laughs> they, on it. They you. would never know. They look at it just like whoa, whoa, whoa. You like, I could have did it. <laughs> but I'm not saying anything.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: You moved into this new space. You say you started out in three uh, three hundred square feet, and then you went to nine hundred, and you went to three thousand. Yep. And now you're sixteen, and you're looking to expand. Where do you see Dominic, the shoe surgeon? How 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 big is this thing going to get?
2: How big is it going to get? Um, you know, all because of a custom sneaker, all because of wearing a pair of shoes has now allowed me to create a bigger voice. And, you know, uh, we haven't really spoke on it much, but what's most important to me is like the teaching and giving back and like helping others be successful in whatever that may be. So for me, this has now allowed me to, to now do furniture. It's allowed me to open the doors and, you know, people trust me with shoes. So now it's allowing me to have my original brand and have it funded by, the many years of success so I'm, I'm just an artist that's constantly evolving and changing like last week i took a welding class the, tomorrow i got an improv class i just want to continue <laughs> to learn and like build and whether it's i'm working on a show a tv show um you know i had a dream the other night that i want to figure out how to actually have custom shoes in a fashion in a fashion show in paris like i want to figure out how to change the world in a in a positive way and do it from a, a sincere place so there's no there's no limits of where it can go.
1: They say uh, if a picture's worth a thousand words and everything has a story to tell, what does Dom Shoes Custom Shoes? What's the story? What do they say? What do they tell? It's
2: blood, sweat, and tears. It's it's uh, usually when someone sees it or p- appreciates it, they also know what goes into it. They mm-hmm. understand the time that it took for even me and my story to get to where it's at. And um, it's a story of craft. It's a story of, uh, of love and passion. So it's more than just the shoe. Right. Yeah.
1: Is this the only thing that you've ever wanted to do?
2: No. It's the one thing that just stuck. This next year, I'm going to try out for a semi-pro soccer team.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So sports were. You 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 mentioned you were soccer. You you played soccer growing up, but the custom shoe had a bigger pull than sports did. It. it, it yeah. And
2: you know why, because the dedication (laughs) that you have to do to be a professional athlete is... The dedication
1: that you got to do to to be good at it. And that's
2: what I finally learned. I've been hanging out with athletes the last couple of years and just like to, you know, go out and party and then to like see how they're back on it. And I'm like, yo, that's where I need to take my craft and that's where I'm at in my life. That's why I want to try out for a pro soccer team, because it took me so long to get here. And if I would have known what I know now... And treat this. It, this did take a lot, and it still takes a lot. Yet, I want to go even above and beyond, and I want to start treating myself like an athlete, be physically, emotionally, mentally focused on anything I do. So that's you know the goal of this next year to to try out for a semi-pro soccer team.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I had a teammate that was hung over and rushed for two fifteen and five touchdowns. Could you be hung <laughs> over and, and desire a pair of shoes? That's the thing. You can. <laughs> you can. You just
2: keep going, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, you keep going. So, but you can't do that and run a business, you right. know? But right. as an artist to do one offs here and there, you can fuck around. But, like, when you really want to take it to the next level, you got to be focused. So,
1: is that all you think about shoes? Because when I went because I mean, uh, I, I think it, to be great, I'm talking about it, to be truly right. great. Obsessed. You with it. just don't, okay, I'm opening it at nine, I close, it, I close it at five, and I'm done. How much time do you think you actually spend thinking about designs and and, and 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 fabrics and and textures and sneakers in a given day? Yeah, last
2: night I went to sleep with the the these ideas and thoughts and like boots and like. And it's not even just the sneakers anymore. Now it's the business. It's like, okay, now I got it. You got
1: mock-ups in your bed. You inside the <laughs> bed. You got fabrics and mock-ups
2: all in the bed. No, what I do, though, is I, if, if something new or something is inspiring, I put it in my passenger seat and I drive yep. around with it. Right. Like, you know, I want to I soak it all in. So, I mean, I think about it 24-7. Like, this isn't just a business. This is a life. Yeah. my life that took me so long to get here. And now, now it's really about
1: taking it to the next level. So... You hear a lot of artists say that, okay, when a song comes in my head, I might be asleep. I'll get up and I'll start writing. Or I might be at the dinner table and I just start writing. When an idea comes in your head, do you start drawing? Do you like, okay, yeah, I like this. This is going to be just all right. Recently, during
2: meditations, when it comes up, right. I have to wait until done be done with the meditation. Um, but yeah, now I need to write down the ideas and there's things that really stick that I need to I write it down and then I need to put it into production mm-hmm. or put it into to production
1: right away. We were talking earlier, like when you do a shoe and the functionality of a shoe. So if there's someone past or present that you can make a shoe for, who would it be? I was thinking you'd probably say Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. Man. Lewandowski.
2: Cain. So, Abraham Lincoln used to love his boots, and my mentor, when Abraham Lincoln was shot, my mentor went to the um, theater? the museum, mm-hmm. okay, and and studied these boots, and then he recreated these boots, and I just feel like someone from back in the day that loved boots they would love sneakers now like right. you have boots right. right so like they didn't have sneakers back then so mm-hmm. imagine like any of these guys from the past like how swaggy they'd be in sneakers
1: what's the most expensive
2: pair of sneakers you've created I did the hundred thousand dollar pair for LeBron and then the pair I just showed you is gonna be a couple hundred thousand and I'm working on a
1: two million dollar shoe uh is that dorothy's shoe is that the one she clicks together <laughs> and she's back in kansas or oh, something
2: man. it's gonna be the most expensive shoe in the world it's gonna be a pair of air mags that's all i can er- tell you oh, diamonds <laughs> diamond hermes what's the top end for a shoe sure? now with technology it could be anything like it could be you know the auto lacing and, and then the different materials and then making gold components and then the
1: packaging. Yeah, how yeah. long it goes into it? The, the shoes you showed me—they had diamonds that you could turn, take off. Yep. You know, and wear as a bracelet. So you probably you can get up to five million, ten million dollars for a pair of shoes. Yeah, that that should be a goal of mine. That's a goal of yours. <laughs> yes. So I, you, you just like creating things. It's not so much as shoes. You like you said, you're gonna work with furniture. Yeah. And you want to work with. So you just like creating. I it's not just a specific thing that right. I want to create. I want to create a. I just want to be. Right. Shoes just happened to be that one thing that made that me... That was the foundation. That made,
2: exactly. made me feel good and I can wear them. And it was so hard to figure out that that's what drove me to it. Like, I need to figure this shit out. And now, now it's anything. I mean, if you see the lamps up there, I've made those lamps. I mean, I designed the space. We're building up the space as we go. Um, so it's going to just... It's creating. Like, that's why I feel like I'm on this earth. And it's like, now me creating what I want to and then also giving that back to anyone from kids to people that come from all over that just want to learn how to make something because I feel like that's what we're missing people need to make stuff so many people are just sitting on computers and it's like you got to move and whether it's cooking or making leather goods or a bag or hat whatever but people need to move and move that energy through them
1: I appreciate the tour I mean you caught me off guard I don't know if you guys you guys need to take a look at this this is a custom, this is a one-on-one. No, you can't get these. one of one <laughs> This is a one-on-one, Club Shea edition. Jordan won. It got It has all my stats for Denver, Baltimore. Do something before two-something. I mean, it's unbelievable. They got, look at this. They got the Broncos. They have the Ravens. My number on the other side. And I didn't know anything about this. My team, Club Shea team, had Dom working on this for about eight weeks and they kept it from me <laughs> and it, it, it caught me off guard. And so Dom, I want to say thank you from yeah. the bottom of my heart. What a great job. My team in the back, thank you guys. Bruh. Oh, thank you, man. Thanks for always yeah. uh, reaching out and, and working with
2: me and you know, uh, seeing my art too. So I yeah. appreciate it and appreciate you guys as
1: well. As you can see today, we took Club Shay, Shay on the road today. We don't normally take Club Shay, Shay on the road, but special guest, Required special <laughs> visit. So, uh, Dom again, thank you and thank you. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got the roll the dice to swap. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Uh, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got the roll of dice to swap. All my life, I've been grinding all my life.